Hi, folks, and welcome aboard Philip Ward Show. It is Friday. We are nearly there. It is almost time to go out and have two days off and enjoy life for what it is. But before we get there, somebody in the Biden administration is spreading misinformation. So I wonder if Facebook should ban the President of the United States himself. Oh, that's right. They've already done that when it comes to Donald Trump. Joe Unity Biden today. You can't, And he's in his tan Barack Hussein Obama suit, by the way. He says, exact quote, get ready for this, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. Did you get that? 350 million Americans all you have to do is simply go to census.gov and you'll understand that, oh, wait a minute, there's actually only 330 million people in the United States. So 350 million Americans have been vaccinated, Joe? Well, then why do you still want to implement vaccine mandates and mask mandates if, if more than 100% of the population of this country is vaccinated? I mean, what an idiot. No, it must be, it must just be his stutter, though, right? I mean, I look at this administration, and I think, how, how have we gone from a Donald Trump administration where we had just so many accomplishments and victories? We, I mean, we had the greatest economy the country's ever seen, you know, the lowest unemployment records for, for blacks, Asians, Latinos, you know, Hispanics, women, I mean, disabled Americans, we had new trade deals. I could go down the whole accomplishment list. You know, it gave back to the U.S. military, gave them trillions of dollars. We were net exporter of oil and gas, and you know the things that he did for the black community. I mean, two hundred and fifty million dollars, pledging that annually to HBCUs in this country, and criminal justice reform, and the first. Step Act and Soleimani, al-Baghdadi, 100% of the ISIS caliphate, all of that gone. And we had peace deals in the Middle East. You look at this Biden administration, though, and then, I mean, you talk about the 450 miles of southern border wall that Donald Trump and his administration built. And then you look at Joe Biden literally tearing down not only the Donald Trump accomplishments, but on top of that, literally tearing down the Donald Trump wall. And just importing COVID into this country. I mean, literally giving Americans COVID. That's what Joe Unity Biden is doing. This administration has been nothing short of a failure. And some of the language coming from the left is just, it's unbelievable at this point in time. I mean, earlier this week, now this is in the Federalist, NIH director, a guy by the name of Francis Collins, he was on Propaganda News' CNN's uh, New Day and literally said this, quote, the recommendations are for kids under 12 that they avoid being in places where they might get infected, which means, get ready, right, mask wearing in schools and at home. I mean, is that how insane we've gone that literally the NIH director wants you to wear masks while you're at home says parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this and the recommendation is to wear masks there at home as well 
I know that's uncomfortable. I know it seems weird, but it is the best way to protect your kids. And then on top of that, they want kids being in classrooms to have to wear masks throughout the whole day of school. And and we know that it do, COVID doesn't really spread from children. You know, they don't really get it. They don't really spread it. So I, there's literally no reason why children in the entire country, let alone being in schools, but even when they're out and about, no child in this country should be wearing a mask. And the parents of kids who are wearing masks, I almost guarantee you, 95% of those children, you better believe, are big lefties. Anyway, um, last week, the New York Post, um, last Friday, actually, week from today, a uh, week ago today, excuse me, uh, came out with uh, 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 the Post editorial board writing that Team Biden's failure to communicate has led to a uh, contingent of confusion. They write, President Joe Unity Biden, not exactly the great communicator, but his team's messaging on COVID has been a complete disaster. And that's bad news for the nation, since all the dubious advice and whiplash reversals will only undermine trust in Biden, the vaccination, and America's recovery. Fact is, the top priority of Biden and the DNCDC should be clearly communicating to the public that the vaccines work, encouraging all Americans to get jabbed as the highly contagious Delta variant surges. Now, Joe Unity Biden in the Post argues this. He's not doing this at all. You know, he said, uh, they say that the CDC chief, Rochelle Walensky, last Tuesday warned that COVID might just be a few mutations away from being able, and by the way, this is you know last week's Tuesday, from being able to evade our vaccine in terms of how it protects us from severe disease and infection. Yet that's highly unlikely. She's scaring the public needlessly and making the already vaccine-hesitant question how well the shots work. Biden, though, himself did even more damage, saying that, quote, if you're not vaccinated, you're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. Now, isn't that a stretch, right? Here's Joe Unity Biden telling unvaccinated Americans, you aren't as smart as I thought you were. Really, Joe? I mean, you're the guy who just said 350 million, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. We don't even have that population, Joe. I mean, we, we could do a whole entire show on what Joe Unity Biden has said before. You know, we choose truths over facts. I mean, oh, yeah, sorry, Joe, you're not as smart as I thought you were. Anyway, uh, you're a, tw talking to a 21-year-old girl. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier, and I was a Democratic caucus. What, what, Joe? How can a person be a caucus, pal? I prostitute myself to big donors. He said, like, how about this one, right? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh boy, Joe, that sounds a little racist to me. How about eulogizing, you know, the the uh, KKK recruiter, Robert Byrd? That, that, was, that seems a little racist to me, Joe. How about he says the, the they're going to put y'all back in change. I could, I could go down the whole list with Joe. And here he's telling unvaccinated Americans, well, you're not as smart as I thought you were. Really, Joe? Moron. Uh, you had the White House spokeswoman 
Corinne Jean-Pierre refusing to rule out new lockdowns? Are they real? Maybe not. After Fox News highlighted that astounding possibility, Jean-Pierre did yet another walk back, tweeting, quote, we will not be going back into lockdown. So I, the, the whole purpose of this is that the whole communication that we've heard from the Biden administration, it, it never lines up. They always walk back everything that they say. And that, I, look at Dr. Fauci, and that's Dr. Fauci to a T. Dr. Fauci has literally, I think it was um, Newsbusters who came out with the video, Fauci has literally taken the one side of every argument, and then there's video clips of him taking the exact opposite stance on the same issue. There has been nothing consistent in the communicating about COVID. You wonder why people, and, and as far as the mainstream media goes, right, you think that now, after Americans have been lied to for four long years about Donald Trump supposedly colluding with Russia and having a stolen election in 2016, that all of a sudden now they're going to think the mainstream media is telling them the truth? 90% of the American people don't trust the news media. Then on top of that, we have polling that shows that over half of the country don't even believe that Joe Unity Biden is calling the shots in the Oval Office. I mean, this administration is literally nothing short of a disaster, and I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Uh, we have other news today for the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, who just, it just looks like he is in a very, very huge mess. Uh, the New York Post uh, headline today, 70% of New Yorkers tell Cuomo to quit, 63% saying that they want to see him impeach. Uh, this was a poll um, today released by Quinnipiac University. Uh, the polling analyst, Mary Snow, says uh, New Yorkers of all stripes are sending a clear message to Governor Cuomo that it is time to step down from office. This is after a staggering 70% of voters believe that the three-term uh, three Democratic chief executive should resign after hearing or reading about the damning sexual harassment findings by the state attorney general, Letitia James. Uh, about two-thirds of voters say Cuomo should be impeached if he doesn't resign. 63% back impeachment, 29% were opposed, and the remaining 8% had no opinion at all. Solid majority of voters, that being 55%, said they think Cuomo should be charged with a crime based on what they've heard or read about the allegations of sexual harassment against him. 25%, I don't know why this is, say that he shouldn't. 16%, uh, they could care less, they're totally undecided. Uh, now, that not, if the polling wasn't bad enough for Cuomo and the report out about him you know, sexually harassing women and even people and aides who worked for him and staffers, there's uh, another headline, Governor Cuomo accuser files criminal complaint with Albany Sheriff's Office. Um, an assistant to Governor Andrew Cuomo, who has accused him of groping her while they took a selfie together, has filed the first criminal complaint against him tied to the findings of a damning investigation by the state attorney's uh, general's office. The victim, uh, identified as executive assistant number one, filed the complaint during a brief Thursday afternoon uh, meeting with the Albany County Sheriff's Office, which has since contacted the Albany 
County District Attorney's Office, the uh, sheriff there, Craig Apple is his name. Apple says it's possible the governor could be arrested if the allegations, allegations, excuse me, are substantial. I mean, imagine that, right? Here's Andrew Cuomo, who not a year ago, all the mainstream media was telling us that this guy is a hero. This guy, oh, he's so incredible, right? I, Lester Holt says it, that was a speech as though you were sending Americans off to war. And now, I mean, imagine this guy gets arrested because of sexual harassment. And it, it, the, the most ironic thing about him being found guilty by Letitia James of sexual harassment is that he has this training that he makes New Yorkers do every single year about sexual harassment in the workplace, right? I, I wonder if he took that training. I wonder if he follows those practices. Obviously, he doesn't. But imagine he gets arrested as well. Then he gets impeached. I don't. I really don't. I don't foresee Andrew Cuomo resigning. I really don't. Um, but you know, again, I'm, I'm warning right now. Andrew Cuomo is impeached and then found uh, guilty, and he's booted out of office. I don't know if Kathy Hochul uh, is going to be a lot better. The current lieutenant governor of New York. I mean, is, is she remember here? She's still a Democrat. You think she's going to be more moderate, a more conservative Democrat? Because I don't really believe so. And she's more local here. And she's more known around Buffalo than uh, Andrew Cuomo is. actually is from Buffalo, New York. Uh, Kathy Hochul, my hometown as well. Uh, Letitia James, if I'm telling you her agenda, she wants to be governor. You think that she's going to be more moderate than Cuomo? I don't really believe so. Um, and, you know, it's not to, to uh, you know, uh, support Andrew Cuomo at all. I think he's a terrible piece of trash. I mean, 15,000 New Yorkers are dead because of his selfish executive order, putting COVID-positive patients into nursing homes. This came back in March 25th of last year. And then, you know, we have the New York Times headlines as well. January 28th, New York severely undercounted virus deaths in nursing homes. Then we have the New York Times again, March 4th, uh, came out real late. I remember it well, right before the show began that night. Cuomo AIDS rewrote nursing home report to hide higher death toll. And then even after all of that, here's Andrew Cuomo says, who cares? Who cares if your loved ones died? The fact is they died. Who cares, he says. Um, Fox News meteorologist uh, Janice Dean, now her uh, in-laws actually died because of Andrew Cuomo's March 25th executive order. She today, uh, in an interview with the Daily Caller, says that, first of all, propaganda news, CNN is a joke, and then says that Governor Cuomo is a monster. I, I believe she's got both of those right on the head. Uh, Joe, I want to circle back, Jen Psaki, circle back to uh, Joe Unity Biden right before we uh, head into the weekend here. Now, this story broke uh, in the New York Post a few hours ago. Listen to this now. 9-11 families, and by the way, we're closing in on a month away from the 20th anniversary of 9-11, you know, a day that Americans up and down the country will never forget. It was one of the saddest days of, of our country's history. Uh, but here's the headline. 9-11 families, survivors, tell Biden, stay away. 
from 20th Memorial events. Ooh, I mean, that's got to hurt. More than 1,800 people affected by the 9-11 terror attacks have asked President Joe Unity not to attend ceremonies commemorating the 20th anniversary of the tragedy next month unless he orders the release of documents they claim could show links between the Saudi government and Al-Qaeda. Statement, this was first obtained by uh, NBC News, signed by nearly 1,800 survivors, first responders, family members of victims, argues that since the 9-11 Commission issued its final report in 2004, quote, much investigative evidence has been uncovered implicating Saudi government officials in supporting the attacks. Through multiple administrations, the Department of Justice, the FBI, have actively sought to keep this information secret and prevent the American people from learning the full truth about the 9-11 attacks. Said despite numerous requests by Democratic and Republican members of Congress and hundreds of 9-11 family members imploring previous and now the current administration to bring transparency to the matter, these efforts have been rebuffed and the issue has remained inex inexplicably ignored. The uh, signatories also claim that then-candidate Joe Unity Biden told them in October of, 20, of last year, 2020, in a letter that he would instruct the Justice Department to err on the side of disclosure in the matter. However, with the landmark anniversary of the attacks looming next month, they say, quote, having been used as political bargaining, as a political bargaining chip for two decades, our patience has expired. Quote, 20 years later, there is simply no reason unmerited claims of national security or otherwise to keep this information secret. And you know what? I, I have to agree with them here. I mean, 9-11 was a dark day for our entire country. Why these people, you know, the, these, these survivors and you know, first responders and everyone who signed the letter, why they can't have transparency over this matter is completely beyond me. I, they've gone through so much. Their family members that day, I, I, I look at um, Tunnel the Towers um, and all the great work that they do. You know, the uh, guy, Frank Siller, the uh, founder of it, his, his brother, actually, he's doing a walk. I think it's either this month or, or I believe it's next month. I think he starts this month. I'm not sure the details off the top of my head on it. But, you know, he's, he's walking you know, all around the country. And, and his brother, who was off-duty that day, I mean, runs into the to the towers to save fellow American lives. I mean, the the people of of 9/11 that died from it doing absolutely nothing wrong that day. It it, it it's just so sad and sorrow, and it's it, it's a heartbreaking day for all Americans. Now you know next month with it being the 20th anniversary of it, it's just a, such a sad day. I really do love though. I have to give a lot of credit to um New York City. Um, and how if you if you go to uh, Ground Zero there in New York City, you see the Freedom Tower now, which stands seven uh, 1,776 feet high in the air for obviously when we had our independence, 1776. I think it's one of the most beautiful things that there is, you know, as far as uh, architecture in the entire country and, a, you know, a beautiful tribute um, to those brave men and women who lost their lives Um on 9-11 but you know I, I, we'll get into that uh when we get closer to uh 9-11 anyway my my heart is with the families of uh the 
uh, survivors of 9-11, the first response, everyone who was involved uh, in that day. And I, I agree with them in this letter that, they, listen, Joe, you, if you can't, you you wanted, uh, you said that, you know, quote, you were going to err on the side of disclosure. If you can't come through with that, then then why would you even be here? You know, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow if you're Joe Unity Biden, whose administration, folks, is not getting any better. And day by day, we tick down. I mean, we're, we're just hanging on by a thread at this point in time. We are in desperate, desperate need of an election, which comes around next year, an election that the Republican Party dare not lose next year in the midterm election. Anyway, folks, thank you as always for listening. I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And folks, as we head into the weekend, enjoy it, live it up. I will be back here on Monday, I will speak to you then. Folks, going into the weekend, we have 1,262 days to go.